Hello, you beautiful people. Dando here, and I just wanted to give you guys a heads up that this is another one of those uh, episodes that we recorded many moons ago for Patreon. So I think it was late 2016, early 2017 that we recorded this review. Uh, I'm sure you'll still be able to enjoy it though, um, because fantastic episode, City of New York versus Homer Simpson. Just I absolutely loved it. Don't forget, if you want to support the show and get access to a bunch of exclusive content, you can find us at Patreon, patreon.com slash discount. We have our Futurama podcast. We've just started season two of Futurama. Also, we're about to start our Talking Seinfeld podcast. And you also get you know access into the Facebook group that you hear us talk about all the time. You get access into the monthly draws. You get shout-outs on the podcast. And you get the normal show a week early as well. We're just about to put up our review of Principal and the Pauper, a very, very controversial episode. Uh, but that was, uh, to be honest, one of my favorite ones that we've ever done. So be sure to look forward to that one next week, unless you want to be a Patreon and hear it tomorrow. It's up to you guys. But anyway, hope you enjoy our review of the City of New York versus Homer Simpson. And thank you once again for all of your support. We love each and every one of you. You all mean the world to me. Catch you guys next time. Cheers. Hey, when you're done with that, I got something up here you can fight on. And why don't you be polite, you stinking puss bag? Pal, you gotta call that number on a boot. Sorry about that guy. They stick all the jerks in Tower One. That's it. I'm coming over there. Yeah, why don't you come over here? I got something for you. Shut up, the Baltians. Four finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by the Simpsons quotes that nobody gets anymore. Facebook page, nohomers.net and popculture.com.au. I am Dando. You are Mitch. <laughs> what happened there? It wasn't to you. I was I was trying to think of a way to, to like New York up my name and I couldn't. I just froze. I thought you forgot what your name was. You're like, was what, what do I say here? Can we redo the intro? No. Just for this? Like, you know, okay, we can have that. But just instead of... I am Dando. It's like, I am Dando, and then wait for me to say something. Yeah. Say, I am Dando, and who have I got alongside me? Okay. I am Dando, and who's this beside me? Who's asking? I don't know. Who is it? Well, I said, to you. <laughs> who's that supposed to be? I don't know. <laughs> you're, typical, you're typical New Yorkian. Speaking <laughs> <Just> grumpy. <laughs> I can do so much better than that. I apologize, listeners. So, I'll, I'll give you one more chance to redeem yourself. No, do, do we're here now. Accent. We move on. Okay. Say Boston in a New York accent. Oh, shit, that's difficult. I only know how to say yeah. Boston like Boston. Yeah, Boston, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so New York, you got the sidewalk, you got Boston down there. It's a little bit of a set. They love saying sidewalk, don't they? Yeah, Boston. Uh, yeah, it'd be Boston. How do you say, what else is New York? Os. Um, New York, Boston. It's, it's it's Boston, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of similar, like it's no matter which similar. way you go. But they're not far away. But don't ever I tell mean, them that, though. It's simple. <laughs> and the fucking Red Sox fans, you just catch a, you, you jump, you jump a train, you're down there, you watch him, you watch fucking Rodriguez, he pumps and pumps the home runs up at the grandstands, you get back home, you have a fucking pizza, you raise, you go home. It's just easy. We're talking to this woman and she goes... That was about five different accents in one, <laughs> but here I am. This is going to be my New York accent. From here, there we go. Now it's Jamaican. It's cool, man. <laughs> Bear gun. Oh, anyway, so today we're here to review <laughs> What's happened? City of New York versus Homer Simpson. Is that what it's, it's called? City it's of New York versus Homer Simpson? But yeah. this is a premium review, so obviously you've paid your $2 to get access to this. So thank As you, you can tell from the already sublime content. <laughs> <laughs> what were your first thoughts? Thought, bleh, first thoughts going back? Oh, shit. Here? I barely have even watched this episode. 
What? Beforehand, to be honest. This, oh, before you did for the review? Yeah, this I was like... You haven't watched it since. No, I've watched it before. Yeah. But I mean, this was like season nine, right? Season nine, episode one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that was pretty much the point where I'd stopped watching it week in, week out. Where I started watching. Yeah, virtually. it's because you tried to stab someone yeah. when the first time you watched it and you were banned, whereas most <laughs> most adjusted humans <laughs> had already had eight delicious years of The Simpsons at yes. this point. Um, so yeah, like I remember the basic gist of the plot, but I really didn't remember any of the finer details of the jokes or anything along those lines. I feel like having been in New York, not fully necessary, because you still, even without having gone to New York, you understand the New York stereotype and subculture of that, hey, what, hey man, fuck you, that kind of New York, yeah. which is very much what they lampoon throughout the episode. You do appreciate it more, though, after you, being there. After being there, particularly things like the, um, the oh shit, what's it called? The the um, transit terminal, like the, the massive bus terminal yep. that they arrive at, like... How you know? There's so many things we. Um, it's just one of the landmarks. We yeah, came just to one see. of the landmarks we came to see because it is you know down there on down the bottom of the island. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool. I, to me, I never really sort of appreciated the gag of Bart begging for money on the subway until yeah. I watched this episode. Until you've been, been there, there. yeah. I was like, everyone does this. This is hilarious. Yeah, and the, but I'm in. I'm well over my head. I'm here. well over my head. <laughs> <laughs> but even the dialogue that Bart uses there, it's exactly what they do on the yeah. on the subway. Yeah. Definitely. It's just, word I'm sorry for, for interrupting your pleasant ride. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's so and annoying. You know what? You can't be angry. No. They're so fucking polite. Well, they like, know they're not allowed to do it. Yeah. So that's why they're very, very polite. Yeah. But even the, the way they drew it of no one even looking up at him. Mm. That's what it's like on the subway. Yeah. It's got, I, was, just go about I, was, your I was looking up because I'm not used to it, but everyone's just like, just keeping their phones. Yeah. Don't even acknowledge them. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So what else did you, what were your thoughts about it? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, you said yeah, you I did. can't really remember much about yeah, it. Yeah, so. no, I, I did enjoy it. It was a, it's a quality episode to go back and watch. I thought it was really well designed. Apparently, uh, Silverman got sent to take lots of photos of New York before they actually drew it. Yeah, okay. Just to try and capture what it's really like to be there. Yeah. And I think they did a really good job. Yeah. Just even even the people walking down the street, they look, yeah. they look like what it's like to walk down the street in New York. The guy selling the... Um, Club Collage. Club Collage. <laughs> everything, everyone on the corner. looks exactly like a New York street vendor. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I've actually got a story. This is about... Like, I think New York, I think construction worker. They go hand in hand, right? Mm -hmm. I've got a story about an Aussie construction worker. If I could just get this off the top of the episode before we get into the review proper. Mm -hmm. This this guy, there's a construction going on in the street where I work, just up the end. They're building a big building. Every day for the last three days, I've gotten to work at about the same time. And every day for the last three days has been the same guy sitting out on the street, just on like a little um, garden bed kind of step about waist high. Drinking a coffee, not a takeaway paper coffee, in a mug. A coffee. He's having a coffee in a in his ceramic mug. <laughs> so, that was good. Thank you. <laughs> I think everyone listening like that said nothing like it. <laughs> New York has New York's got different accents. We will get the, like yeah, there's yeah. Irish New York, there's Catholic New, there's there's your um there's this guy way back up here. This is uh, the guy that was in your World War Two. Right? Like that's I'm cribbing from George Carlin with that. But anyway, back to my guy. Yeah. So he's. Drinking coffee. And every day for the last three days, this exact exchange has happened. He looks up at me. Doesn't know me from a bar of soap. And I... That, that's such an Aussie line. I don't know if anyone... Doesn't know me from a bar of soap. <laughs> I don't know if anyone around the world knows what that means, but we just say it. It's, it's great. Anyway. Construction worker. Of course he doesn't know me from a bar of soap. He's never met one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I instantly feel... Honestly, I feel self-conscious around people that build things because... I, you, know, you can't. I, I, no, I can't. I'm useless. But 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 I carry this fucking air of superiority because I wear shoes with laces. Like yeah. it's true. so. I walk past him, but he looks at me. We share eye contact. He says to me, 
How's it going, mate? I say to him, good, thanks, yourself. He says to me, not bad, you? And then we both have that moment of awkwardness where he goes, fuck, I've said the same thing. Three times in a row. And then we walk, three days in a row. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That's fantastic. It's the highlight of my day. Because I know that it's happening and and it just happens. You set him up for it. It's that thing of, (laughs) it's that thing of he just keeps doing it. But, you know. Put him out of his misery and not ask him how he's going. No, I have to. It's our thing now. But I just love, it's that moment of, oh, that was awkward. But still, fundamentally, I was trying to do the right thing. What, so I'm not going to feel embarrassed about it. What you can do is you can say, hey, good things, mate. How's your day going? Well, I've only got like the three what? steps that this conversation can happen. Look, you don't want to talk to this guy. I'm not you stopping. Have to. <laughs> <laughs> I've got shit to do. Deals to make, man. Yeah, I'm yeah, a businessman. Yeah. Businessman. <laughs> Speak, getting back to not being able to build things. They were my business fingers. By I know. The way, right? people. <laughs> How embarrassing is it? Like, we're what, 28 or 27 or whatever. I'm 20, yeah, 28. I'll be 29 in yeah. a month. And it's like, I have a poster that I want to go on the wall. And I'm like, this isn't hard, but I can't do it. Like, <laughs> why can't I do this? It's just, oh, I need to learn things. I've had a shelf sitting on the floor for the last six months because the first time I tried to put it up, I put a hole in the wall that I didn't quite know how to fix. And the shelf has remained until a carpenter friend can come along and do it for me. <laughs> Any carpenters out there, come help Mitch. So let's get into the review. What was your favourite moment from the episode? Oh, favourite moment from the episode. Whilst you find yours, mine was Homer's flashback with the music. Do, 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 do. The music yeah. was perfect for that flashback. The sting. Music, the music from the sting. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? My favourite moment was the couch gag. The Globetrotters? Harm's um, Globetrotters. Cool. A little throwback to New York. Do you know that... This is one of those episodes where when I see that couch gag, I know what episode it is. I think because it was one of the first ones that I remember taping and it was always yeah. at the start of the tape. Yeah. And I was always like... The but it's also that one that actually ties in with the episode, which doesn't happen That is true. Often. Yeah, yeah. Does, well, I suppose Harlem, yeah, it does. Yeah. Harlem. Yeah, of course it does. Of I course su- it does. I yeah. suppose. <laughs> My God, I thought you were the same because it was basketball. It's like, I guess. But white yeah. privilege over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> we'll include them. Oh, actually, have you ever heard George Carlin talk about where he grew up when he was a kid? No. He, Grew up in a neighborhood, he's like, grew up in a neighborhood called White Harlem. That's what we called it on the streets, White Harlem. Real name was Morningside Heights. <laughs> it's like, couldn't say that, it sounded so faggy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Where are you from? White Harlem. Oh. <laughs> I can envision him saying it. I just want to say about this episode too, that did you feel that it didn't really feel like there was an, a continuing overall story? There was sort of there was a, an overall story in a sense, but it was a bunch of cheap, not or short gags, vignettes. Yeah, just mm. sort of filling the episode. Like up. I could be fancy about it. Yeah, like the, the Marge and Lisa and Bart were here, and then they were here, then they were here. It's but that's what you do in New York, of course. You just yeah. Go places. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It, fit, it does. It fit the episode. It was yeah. done well. Did you guys did Museum of Natural History, right? Yes. How fucking great are dinosaur bones to just oh. stand in front of and go, holy shit! It's oh. It sort of took me a few moments to realise this is an actual dinosaur. Yeah. This isn't just a fake. This is real. And like you look at it and go, oh yeah, it's big, I guess. And then you go, hang on, that's just the bone. Yes. It's like all of the flesh and teeth and shit around that. I I was like that too. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. But like I said, there's that moment of, wait a minute, that's a fucking dinosaur. Yeah. Like if I saw a crocodile the size of a Tyrannosaurus leg, I'd talk about that for the rest of my fucking (laughs) life. (laughs) Size of its foot. Remember that time you saw the like three meter crocodile? Like, this is like eight, eight, ten of those. What about like the, the brontosaurus thing? The one with the really long neck? Yeah, that's, that's opposite insane. It. Oh man, incredible. Mm. 
So this this review will be littered with. Did this happen in New York for you? Yeah, yeah. Because you know, I've just recently been there. That's why we chose this episode to celebrate New York. And the fact that we've both been there now. Mm. A few facts. As I said, David Silverman was sent to take hundreds and hundreds of photos to make mm-hmm. sure they designed it correctly, which I think they did. Because um, there weren't enough photos of New York in existence like, well, before. He, no he, one had ever been there with the camera. He was Obviously, set, there was no Japanese crew working for the Simpsons exactly. at the time. <laughs> he was sent to the Trade Plaza specifically mm. so that the, even the shops that are in the episode are what were there at the time. Okay. Yeah, so they try to get it to the exact detail. Um, Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein, I think it's pronounced mm-hmm. his last name, the showrunners at the time. Um, they wanted, Josh Weinstein. Yes, yes, from the audio commentaries, of course. Yep. They wanted the car to be in the plaza. That's that was always going to be their plan. Okay. Because apparently Josh visited it when it was first developed in like the seventies at some point, and mm-hmm. he had sort of an infatuation with it. Just sort of he wanted it to be there. He thought yep. it'd be a cool place. It, oh. Also, it was a somewhere that people who hadn't even been to New York would be familiar with it. Yeah. Yep. I've I've just thrown in here, by the way, at the end of this podcast, I'm going to give people my favorite new movies based around New York. Can it be another list? No, I'm going to do it at the end. Okay. It's a premium episode. But you go from never want to do a top five list to I'm just going to do top fives all the time. I'm I, not complaining. It's good. I can't it, rob content from the premium. Like, I can't. This is, you know, this is what it is. I've got to throw extra and more. And it's like a subway with with extra olives. Okay, cool. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't done the list, but I'm looking forward to you. No, that's fine. I'm just going to tell you what. Is Escape from New York one of them? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but it possibly could be in there by the end of this. <laughs> the final credits were apparently very, very difficult to do. The the, the big pan out of the bridge, oh, okay. very difficult to design. And they had to call Fox, because they were going to put a lot of effort into it, they mm. actually called Fox just to make sure that Fox weren't going to put uh, trailers or ads over the top of it. Because like, we're not going to put in all this effort. Yeah. If it's and just then have you guys up, fuck it up. you guys talking over it. Yeah. Um, this episode was taken off syndication after 9-11, up until about 2006, and it became used Co- again. Okay again. But it was edited out. Big portions of it were edited out, particularly the scene with the two guys yelling at each other in between the two towers. That was cut out. Yeah, right. Okay, and presumably the scene where Lisa holds up the bus fare that has you know lots of memes on the internet. Yeah, and but that sort of stuff. That's no, nah, I don't think you should. Might maybe it is, but I don't think they should have. That's that's just something that coincidental. Anyway, it is coincidental, but it's also it one of those things of that in hindsight you're like, well, yeah, yeah, it oh. does look like it. You, mm. so you look at it and you go, well, that's not eleven without even realizing. Yeah. Um, and Bill Oakley regretted. Throwing, and I feel like he shouldn't have, but apparently he regrets now throwing in the line where the guy says they throw all the jerks in Tower One. But how? Why should he regret that? When well, it, that's looking back at it in hindsight, how would he have known that? It just seems silly. Why would you regret that? It's not your fault. Mm. Is it? anyway? Yeah. So the original air date was September twenty first, nineteen ninety seven. There was no chalk gag, which straight into the Globe Trotters. Mm-hmm. Catch gag, as I said, the Simpsons coming into the Globe Trotters to Sweet Georgia Brown. God, how great is Sweet Georgia oh. Brown? Just makes me want to play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> have you uh, have you ever heard heard it with like old um there's a version of it with old black guys talking over the top of it? No. Just at the very beginning. So is it like you know you hear that little bit of the whistling and the clicker clacker of feet and that sort of stuff it's like um who is that guy and it's something of like, like you know it's some fool with the basketball and then yeah sure does have himself a ball and then it goes into That's pretty cool. Do, 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 do. Which I love. It's just like these two old guys on a porch, <laughs> and you just imagine back and forth. you just imagine a globetrotter, big afro, walking through, just not a care in the world, just b- bouncing his basketball, spinning on his finger. Yeah, and it's like the um, Forrest Gump. Boy, sure is a running fool. <laughs> I like it when people just affirm what's going on. Yes, sure does have a ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to do some trivia now before we get into the review? Do you have trivia? Mm, may have forgotten. Okay. Well, I'll kick <laughs> off. Where does Barney think 
he gave a guest lecture. Oh. Uh, a street uh, corner Well perhaps it was a street no, corner not, But he says this first It's not right I was going to say As a guess and Because I like the word Oklahoma uh, Villanova okay. That rhymes Yeah it's, it's close Close yeah yeah uh, What will New York do With Homer's car If he doesn't come pick it up Impound it Throw it in the East River Yep that's even better <laughs> Might have hit Kramer Possibly yeah. I do know I woke up in the East River In a sack yeah. <laughs> Where was Homer going In the flashback Oh, he was on his way to somewhere. Appaloosa. Going to Harrisburg Coat Outlet to buy an irregular coat. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and what does Homer have stickers of on his suitcase in the flashback? There's three stickers. He has three stickers. Duff? Nope. They're not brands or anything. Where's the beef? Nope. It's a foot. It's a flower and a face. Okay. And finally, what does Chud stand for? Uh, um... It's a movie. Is it the movie that they like? They're going to see. Oh, he's going to. Hang on a and second. That's when the chuds came at me, he says. Oh, Ch- so he explains that chud stands for something. No, because after the flashback ended, he goes, and that's when the chuds came at me. And she goes, "Oh, Homer, of course you won't like New York if you only focus on the chuds and the pimps." Okay, I don't know what does a chud, chud for? is from the movie from the eighties. It's a cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. Good lord! It's a horror movie from the eighties. Who made that fucking movie? Was this like one of those Peter Jackson bad taste films? It's I think it is. Am I going to find out that it was made by Steven Spielberg? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The trailer's on YouTube. You can check it out. It's called Chud. Okay. I thought you would have been all over it. Often when we tell people... I thought that's the one you would have got. Often when we tell people it's on YouTube, you can check it out. It's a horrific piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be happy to know that I put in Sean McAuliffe's little thing at the end of last week's podcast. Ah, fantastic. You asked for it, sure. put it in. I'm sure everyone enjoyed. Yes. So now we get into the review. So it kicks off with Mo waiting at... Sorry, you just so casually said last week's podcast, and I had to... I was thinking of what we recorded last week, not throwing my mind back to two months ago when we did the clip show. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, what the fuck was I talking about, Sean McAuliffe? <laughs> <laughs> kicks off with Mo waiting for the bar flies to rock up for mm-hmm. the evening, five o'clock. Uh, I thought it was funny that Barney was already in the bathroom. Morning, Mo. Yeah. He's waking up. <laughs> in his robe. Yes, in his robe. And Mo tells him, unfortunately, that 91% of accidents are caused by these guys. Mm-hmm. Road accidents. Oh, the rats. Sorry, forget about the oh, rats. Oh, makes the rats get clear, out. Clear them out. Rush. Yeah, yep. yeah. It's funny that they're proud. And Mo's like, mm. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> they're proud of the fact that they're causing all the accidents. Proud of the fact that they've caused that many accidents and they're still alive. Yes. That yes, has to mean you're at least a little bit immortal. Exactly, yes. He says that they're a designated driver, which they're just shattered about. They're going to choose the designated driver the same way they choose who? The Pope. The Pope, yes. Yep. Right. Eggs. Pickled eggs. Yeah. Whoever gets the black egg. Because, of course, the new Pope, black smoke. Yes. For people that may not be aware. And I just love it when Barney gets it, squeezes it, and it squirts. Homer, you got the black one. As <laughs> <laughs> to point it out. Such a dick. Uh, it just destroys Barney. Yes. Like, this is one of the... Uh, I, I feel like they, they animate him in a very realistic way of someone going through the DTs. Yeah. Like the shaking, the sweating, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. The the sh- crippling anxiety of not being able to have a beer. Like they really do a good job of showing withdrawal. Everyone is drunk at Moe's. Uh, I'm Peter Pantsless. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good pun. I wish bars were really like this. Maybe. Well, in New York, they might be. Possibly. Yes. Where well, was, I, didn't, where, I didn't come across one though. Where was Coyote Ugly? Was that in New York? I don't think so. It should have been. 
It remind- I, think- I went to a karaoke bar in New York that was similar to Coyote Ugly. Yeah? In that there was one waitress that just had a fucking killer John voice. John Goodman dancing on the bar? If only. But like every every four or five songs, she would just, like the, she would do it. And the whole crowd would be like, come on. like, you know, If I'm going to do it properly. I'll, yeah. I'll, if I'm going to do it, I will do it properly. Yo, come on, Kirsty, do another one. Like, And she would just nail... Uh, I don't know. Blondie, one way or another. <laughs> well, she could go from Blondie into who? Who does that? Celine um, Dion. My heart will go on. No, who does that? And it makes me go. Ha, 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 what the ha, f- ha, fuck is that? That's Regina Spector. Oh, Regina Spector. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like she, she, she had the full range. Sounds like it. Mm. She, she can go from fucking what yeah. was it the first one? Blondie yeah. to which Regina. is one thing that's painfully soul crushing about New York. You can have all that talent and you're still just a fucking waitress. Yeah, you're just <laughs> like, you're just a nobody. Kind of hurts. Yeah, you what? look at that and go, well, what? fucking hope do I have yeah it makes you wonder how Jimmy Fallon succeeded in New York um, let's not get back into that that was a funny rant I was enjoying that rant <laughs> last week as I was editing <laughs> I love to when you're like what's the worst thing that could happen to Jimmy Fallon I was like having to go off script yes <laughs> like, I knew exactly what it would have been yep. and you had and full disclosure had no idea about I had that news. no idea <laughs> no idea I had to google it as soon as we finished the podcast anyway so where were we up to so everyone's drunk at Moe's everyone's having a great time except for Barney and then we hear the What's the song? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yellow. Called, yes. Not tonight. Not tonight. Are you ready to get duffed? Hey, it's Duff Man. A guy in a costume that creates awareness of Duff. Is this Duff Man's first? I believe it is, okay. yeah. Which is why I think they had Lenny say it. Yeah. As silly as it sounded. But poor Barney. Yeah. In his moment. He had to send oh, in 10,000 yeah, labels was, for this that, to happen. That, that could have been a trivia question. Yeah, How many yeah. labels? 10,000. Yeah. And, um, but I feel Duffman, the character, has been somewhat ruined these days. Mm. They've made him human. He should never have been made. Never no, should never have been made. Should human. always be a superhuman. Yeah, they gave him emotion, and he felt so. And it's just like, no, he should yeah. always be the super. Duff Man is thrusting in the problem of the, in the direction of the problem. Yes. Duff. My favorite Duff Man line is the. He's got a stick on his face. Yeah. He's a Duff Man can't breathe. Oh no! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> anyway, I do love his um like. I I can't. I'm the designated driver at the music right. Like, Duff wholeheartedly supports the uh, designated driver program. Now, who okay. wants to party? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the when it cuts to them drunk in the back seat and home in the front seat and then singing the Macarena. It's it's done so well. It's exactly what it's like when you're the designated driver and your mates are drunk in the car. Yeah, horrific. Uh, Playboy Mansion. Playboy Mansion. <laughs> no, we're going to the lost city of gold. <laughs> Girls College. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, the delivery from Carl. Play my mansion. Play my mansion. <laughs> he has to say it twice. He's so excited. That's uh, just silly drunk talk. Good night, Barney. Don't forget to bring back my car back tomorrow. Just slide it under the door. I don't normally like drunk acting, but I felt like this was just dumped to perfection. Pretty good. I, I've talked about The Wire a lot, and having yeah. gone through a second viewing of that, that is still the best drunk acting you'll yeah. ever see. From, from McNulty and Bunk, they do drunk acting better than I do actual drunk. Bunk's He's great. Who's he? What's the actor's name? Shit, I don't actually know. Yeah, but it's, he's fantastic in the yeah. show. But yeah. Make sure you bring back my car back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and the just the there's no audio, it's no um dialogue. It's just Homer backwards, stumbling, three steps sideways, and yeah. backwards, and, and then just falls boom <laughs> straight down. It's so much great. like. Have I spoken about Greeny on the podcast the night that he just fell into my house? 
No. Okay. The truncated version, because the long version of this story goes for about 15 minutes. Got a phone call from him. I was, um, Explain who, Tom, who Greeny is to the well, don't, don't know. One of my best friends. Okay, That's all yeah. that we need to know. It's, it, it's well, they, hard. Didn't, they didn't even know that, some of them. It's it's hard. Hard. He's a hard man to explain. He's like the... Oh, fuck. I don't even know. He's just Greeny. That's all. Anyway. So, I get a phone call asking if I could come pick him up. I was in the middle of watching The Big Lebowski with my friend Tom. And I didn't want to leave that. And despite the fact that he was very... Like, at one point, I hear this, like, what's going on? He's like, I think I'm in a hedge. (laughs) And then, boom, what was that? The road. (laughs) He fell out of a hedge onto the road. How? I don't know. But he was a big boy. I thought he'd be able to take care of himself. I was like, no, I'm not coming. And then I sort of hung up on him. A good two hours later, despite the fact that he'd only described being 10 minutes away from my house, the door opens. He's got a box of KFC in his hand. It just this grin on his face. Like, he's so fucking proud of being there. Without a word, he throws the KFC onto the floor, looks at both of us, simply says, gone, and then falls face first into the floor, out cold. <laughs> How old was he at this point? Uh, 22, 23, something along <laughs> those lines. So... Kind of poked him a little bit. No movement. Shut the door. Finish watching the movie. Roll him over if you want him to live. <laughs> if. If. <laughs> At about four o'clock in the morning, he wakes up and starts trying to accost my roommate, um, Sinead. Like he's crawling hand over hand, just screaming, almost like Marlon Brando in Streetcar Named Desire. He's like, Sinead! <laughs> <laughs> he passes out again. I get some um, cinnamon donuts, shove them down his underwear like any loving friend would do, uh, and go to bed. Maybe an hour and a half into my sleep, Tom opens up the door. He's like, I have to go. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, Greeny just took a piss in your lounge room. I need to leave. <laughs> Who's, who, wait, who opened the door? Tom. Oh. So Tom was sleeping on my couch. Yes, okay. So the way he tells it, he, he he's just he wakes up just aware that there's this presence here. <laughs> and something tells him, I better lift my head. And not like a second afterwards, this stream of urine starts to hit where his head had been. Oh, wow, he's going to piss on him. Yeah. So Jesus. He turns the light on. He's like, Greeny, what the fuck are you doing? Greeny's completely out of it. Thinks he's actually in the toilet. He's like... What are you doing, man? I'm having a piss. <laughs> like, just leave me alone. He's like, Were you're you livid. I'll, I'll get to that. <laughs> so then, like, it dawns on him about halfway through, and he just gives Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so Tom tells me all of this. Cushion over. Yeah. So I give it the. Uh, well, it's happened. I can deal with that in the morning and just roll back over and went to Seriously? sleep. Seriously? What was I going to do? I had a Fucking carpet. hose that shit down. Rub his face in it so he doesn't do it again. <laughs> I was like, whatever problem that is now, it won't be that much worse in three hours' time. It will stink. It, well, it was already going to stink. But it, it, it's soaking into the... Remarkably, it wasn't too bad when I woke up. Okay. But anyway, um, so the, the, <laughs> the, the great end of the story, though. KFC at the time were doing mashies. Do you remember those? Yeah, they were like yeah, little yeah. deep... Do I remember mashies? Wait, okay, so people that might not have... Because I feel like they had been a limited item people outside of Australia or people that just never saw them. They were little deep fried balls of potato of mashed potato. It's just mashed potato. Yeah. Awesomeness. So Greeny wakes up the next day and goes to the toilet. He sits down. He pulls his underwear down. He finds my cinnamon donuts. <laughs> now, my the original intention was that I wanted to make him feel like he'd shit himself. Like that was the idea of trying to get to pack his underwear so he'd wake up and go, oh, no. But that didn't happen. So he looks instead. He knows he's been the KFC. So, in his brain, logically, he's trying to figure out what's going on. 
doesn't recognize them as cinnamon donuts. And he looks and goes, Mashies? I don't even like Mashies. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're gone. <laughs> like, not what are they doing in my underwear? Just, what the fuck would I have ordered those for? <laughs> <laughs> what does this guy do for a living now? Carpenter. <laughs> Get him to come fix your hole. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> and then buy him some Mashies. Okay, back to two months later. We're reviewing an episode, yeah. aren't we? Okay, so. It was two months later, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. yeah, it is two months. I never, under, as a kid, understood what Barney's thinking was at this point. We're bringing back, come back tomorrow. He's like, yes. And the, the reaction, tomorrow. I th- thought, even now, I think it's weird. Well, he's just that far gone by that point that he's he's lost his mind. He just needs to go get a drink. Okay, so we can All take- he's thinking about is, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. I need yeah, okay. the sweet embrace of alcohol. I just thought it was very weird acting. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. So, two months later, as you said, continue. Well, Homer's just putting up, have you seen this car? On the same spot. Yeah, missing posters <laughs> everywhere, similar to Santa's Little Helper. Not everywhere, all on the same on the same wall. Yeah. There's like a hundred of them just yeah, there. Yeah, that's what it like, oh, yeah, does yeah, that yeah. Santa's Little Helper and the Face building gets demolished. Your car is gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Then Barney, it's just, what an entrance, in the back of a limo. Yes. Here's your, here, here you are, Mr. Gumble. Yeah. And he looks a wreck. He does. Like, he's had a hard two months. <laughs> he's had a good two months. He's had a Mickey Rourke two months. All he remembers is give, being a guest speaker at Villanova. Yeah. <laughs> or perhaps it was a street corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, Homer, his response here, hilarious. So you lost my car, eh? Well, that's just grand. I ought to punch you in the nose, but I have to pick up my kids at school. <laughs> <laughs> Homer's then building his own car. Yeah. And Marge's like, the I, mattress? Don't, I don't want you doing something with me. You can stand there finding faults or you can knit me some seatbelts. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. sorry. This is such a Marge line. <laughs> Can't see how stupid it is. Or she can, but she's just so, what's the word? Not devoted. She just loyal. Loyal to Homer. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, sorry. I'll keep going. <laughs> oh, it's so perfect. Oh, poor Marge. Anyway, so then Lisa says, she comes in with a letter. A letter from New York. From New York, yes. And I feel like that's just not a thing anymore where you've, Getting a letter from somewhere different. Like, it's just... When you were a kid, mm. or w- back in the day, like the 90s, getting the mail was a big deal. We don't get mail the anymore. Mail. The mail is here. Yeah, we very rarely get mail anymore. It's Not all good mail. It's all e- it's, it, all our bills, everything gets mailed, like, mm. emailed to us now. Mm. I, I just Did bo- people used to send photos of their dick in the post? Did what? that happen before email and text message? I'd be interested to know. Yeah. How did you sext? Yeah, back then. Long form would letters. You, would you dare send a photo of your dick to the other side of the world? It's just say your your partner was in. Obviously, Ash was in South Africa for a while. Mm. Would you do it via mail? Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? As long as there was no identifying features in there. So they don't have your address. Only if you put a return address on it. Yeah, it's true. Why don't we try it? <laughs> anyway, so let's just pick a random address. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> well, why do we do that? <laughs> just. What if a six-year-old opens it? Great. <laughs> It'll be an education. If you got a letter in the mail that had a picture Greetings of someone's dick. from Australia. <laughs> and a picture of someone's and dick. And a dick with sunglasses It would on. make you laugh, wouldn't it? Yes, it would, actually. It would make my day. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, this is amazing. Anyway, I don't know how we got to that conversation. Oh, it's a letter from my old friend, Richard. So she says that he's got a letter about his car. I was hmm. like, my vehicle. And it's at Trey Plaza. And if you don't come get it by a certain date, we're going to throw it in the East River. Homer then goes in about how he hates New York and the family just can't work out why. We've yeah. never been there. And that's can't judge a place you've never been to. Yeah. That's what people do in Russia. Yes. And then he tells that's the, the story. old 
uh, if there's only one thing I hate more than racists, it's the Dutch. Have you seen the episode where they have they're going to have the Olympics, and then Bart ruins it for everyone with his oh. stand up routine? Yeah, yeah. I have. And it's the Russian. Hey, Russian. And he says, I do an impression of a Russian woman. Kiss me or I crush you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to be that. Anyway, so Homer gets into the, tells the story about how he went to New York once and why he hates it. Yep. I love him walking through the red uh, the red light district yes. and you've got the porno version of famous movies. Yes. it's Five the- five sleazy dollars, the Godfather's parts. Five sleazy pieces. Ah, five, sorry, five yeah. sleazy pieces. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Godfather's parts three, I think it is. And then Jeremiah's Johnson. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. But yeah, everyone's just stealing home the stuff. But the Woody Allen, Woody Allen makes yes, an appearance, yes, dumping his garbage on he him. He does. Do you think that they? My God, what are you doing on the street down there? <laughs> do you think they wrote that? What What was going to happen in that scene to the music, or do you think they include the music and it just worked out perfectly? Uh, probably edit it to the music. Yeah, you'd write it and then yeah, because like, it was be one of those perfect. things you'd storyboard it as well to the music and then you just make sure it all works. Even the end, it's such it's you like can a, put anything to that music. Yeah, it's it's like Benny Hill music. You're yeah. running around, yeah. but um, the end. How much does it feel like just like a Roadrunner cartoon where mm. it's just going nowhere on the letter? Yeah, and then there's oh yeah, I wrote that very thing. It's very very Looney Tunes. Yeah, but it's but it's funny because it's just a flashback. Oh yeah, it just works perfect. I love the pimp. The pimp strolling after him. Really long strides. Oh, so perfect. I love that even the cop steals his camera. Holy shit. What? We were talking before about what our next movie to review is going to be, and I suggested Naked Gun, which we can do. But because of this music, have you ever seen The Sting? No, I haven't. That's what we're going to review. Okay. It is one of the greatest movies of all time. All right. Don't tell me what it's about. I won't. I will just watch it. Yeah. We'll, I'm going to have to watch it with you. You have to watch it with me? Yeah. Hold my hand, is it scary? No, but it's just that I want to watch you enjoy it. Okay. It's one of those movies that if you've seen it and you know someone that hasn't, you're like, fucking watch this. Yes. And let me watch you watch it. Yes, I went out and got just for you. Arrested Development Season 1, 2, 3. Hey, good man. I've got plenty of time to watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is obviously where he says... Always money one. in the banana stand. Oh, Homer, of course you'll have a bad impression of New York if you only focus on the pimps and the chuds. Oh, I'd love to see New York. We could all go with the bus company's special super sitter fare. Nine bucks? This one's on me. Great! We're all going to New York! Lousy farts and money. All right, New York. I'm coming back. But you're not getting it. Ted, our baby pictures were in there. Don't you start! Come back from commercial, and the family were all waking up on the bus. Now, did you get the name of the bus line? This was going to be one of my trivia uh, questions. Uh, no. It's sit and stare bus lines. Uh, I did say that. Just didn't think of it off the top of my good. head. Um, um, they're just whining about the facilities. I should have paid an extra $1.50 for the restrooms. Throw back like to that. the tall man. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, I think it was what? I can't st- feel my legs. Two seasons later now. Yeah. yeah. They belong to the man behind you. You don't see him very often anymore. No, you don't. No. I mean, it, I there's only like so many places that you can fit him in. There's only so many gags you can do with him. It's like, mm. okay, he's tall. Yeah. You know? So they arrive. And I thought Marge's line here when they arrive sums up what it's like when you go to New York for the first time. I feel time. like such a nobody. You do, don't you? Yeah. Until you walk past someone talking to themselves and then you get <laughs> just a tiny bit of self-esteem restored. <laughs> well. Hey, mate, I've got some subway tickets for you. Don't know, about th- don't know about this guy, but I managed to wipe my own ass this morning. So, in the scheme of things, life's looking pretty peachy for Dando. Now, did you see that Marge pointed out a few things, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I wanted to ask you, is the Williamsburg Bridge and Governor's Island, are they, like, is that meant to be... Things that aren't that big of a deal, but Marge finds it interesting. Well, they're not as big of a deal, but they're still landmarks. Okay, but she does point out Fourth Avenue, which isn't ah. is a thing. Uh, yeah, okay. It's Park Avenue. Yeah, 
Well, that, I you, didn't actually pick up on her doing that. Fourth Avenue. Do you think that was meant to be? And anyway, and I realized yeah, that, that could have been when, a we're, when we were trying to get to the streets, I was like, "Where the fuck is Fourth Avenue?" But it's Third <laughs> Park, and yep. then there's a couple other ones, and then it's Fifth. And then yeah. it's Fifth. But yeah, I thought that might. Do you reckon that was meant to be a gag, or was yeah. it? But was it maybe yeah, caught? No, I'd say that'd be a case of Marge just not being quite up with it. Yeah, possibly. So then Bart notices the rabbis. Look, it's ZZ Top. You guys rock. Yeah, maybe a little. They arrive at the Port Authority bus terminal, yep. as we mentioned earlier, just one of the sites yep. they came to see, which is hilarious. This is such a Marge line. Yeah. And Marge says uh, they'll all meet Homer at Central Park yep. at They really PM. pack a day in, by the way. I Marge and the kids. You, I forgot that it was all in one day. Yeah. That's Obviously, one... they see a matinee version of or matinee Broadway play because yeah, yeah. they get it in before sunset. It never really dawned on me as a kid, but it, it should have because they say oh, it meets you before the sun goes down. Mm. But anyway. So, hold on a it's when all the weirdos turn crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Homer then goes to find the car, and he finds it in Trade Plaza covered in tickets, mm-hmm. and the screaming fine sign, p- amazing. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> Family then at the Statue of Liberty, which is, and then, because you mentioned here Governor Island oh, again. This, this is a joke that hasn't aged well. Oh, this <laughs> will not fly now. Well, actually, maybe it would. Like, now this would get now you a job in the power. White House. <laughs> <laughs> but you, th- you think, why would they edit out the Twin Towers, but then leave this gag in? Yeah, true. Well... Beat it! Country's full. You heard the lady. <laughs> I like. I like that for that portion of the joke. The yeah. bit about oh shit, like n- not freaking out that she spoke it was like oh well, she's the authority yeah, yeah, yeah. here. I'm sorry. <laughs> and they shut it. Got to go to Canada. Mm. It's more. I I don't even know if it's the same in America, but that particular slogan has become just the fucking catch cry of racist, ignorant cocks in this country. Country, like, fuck off, we're full. Yeah. You could leave and free up some room. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Homer tries to chew the uh, the boot off of his car, <laughs> off the tire. I did like here that after he finished, he said, "Oh, it, a he wasn't expecting it to hurt, yeah. but b I'm glad they acknowledged that that would fucking really you, hurt." There is a shot here that I that they would have to cut out because it did almost make me like it, it made me feel slightly uncomfortable, and I wasn't in from there. It's the bird's eye view flying in towards Homer because it passes in between the two um, twin, like in between the twin towers. The birds. Are- what do you mean? It's a big swooping camera angle, like from a bird, and the bird flies between the two towers before coming down to Homer. So you kind really? of get the feeling of flying in towards the buildings. I didn't see that. Mm. I remember it. Okay. I can see why it makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. I did also like hear the sound effect of his teeth on the boot. Yeah. It was just, oh, it made Painful. my skin crawl. Yeah. It was just, oh, American History X all over again. Yeah. I was gonna. Nicholas said to me, "We should watch a movie." I was going through. I saw American History X. I can't watch that movie because of that opening scene. It's just, oh, it's just. It's, man. Honestly, it wasn't as. I didn't think it was as bad as what it was made out to be. When see, I haven't watched it for about fifteen years. When I'd heard about it, when I was, I was like, like, "Oh kid. god, that feels awful." But they cut away from it. I think. But you hear the sound. Yeah, you hear the sound, but you don't see. Like you see him put his teeth on the curb. But that's well before the kick happens. I think on the Is kick, it? it's so a cl- I'm sure that on the kick, it, it's a close-up of Ed Norton's face. It fucked me up as a kid. I remember watching it. I reckon it's one of those bits that's similar to Seven, where some people swear that they see Gwyneth Paltrow's head in the box. Spoilers, yeah, you, you spoilers, know. spoilers. Ooh, um, but, but yeah, like in your head, you build it up and you, you imagine it so vividly that you think that it happened. Well, the deleted scene where you do. Uh, that's not true. Isn't there? No. I'm certain nope. there is. Nope, 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 nope. I'm going to Google that right now. I'm certain no, there is. There's not. I believe you because you're always right, but I just want to see what I've got it confused with. Prison Break. I never watched Season that. 3 of Prison Break. Spoilers again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what other movies do people get decapitated in that I can um, 
wreck for people. No, no, there's no images of it, so you mustn't. But like we just said, I thought you I, were so positive that yeah, it happened. Yeah, I was positive it's that so, I've seen it, it. It's so visceral. Yeah, well, they they it's directed so well that you feel like you're watching it when you don't. So getting back to the episode. Hey, when you're done with that, I got something here you can bite on. Yeah, this is the scene that gets cut out now, apparently. Yeah. I didn't. Ever, I never really understood. Hey, that. why don't you try being polite? <laughs> like, what didn't you understand? I never understood. I didn't realize that people actually lived in the Twin Towers. I thought it was all offices. No, I'm pretty sure it was only offices. Oh, so this is just meant to be a silly gag. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just never really got the gag as a kid. I still don't really get it now. Well, the gag is just that playing off New York stereotype of being rude and like. Yo, shut up, the both of you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, you'll screw you, buddy. No, screw you. It's the fact that a guy who's even trying to be helpful is still rude while he does it. About five minutes after being in New York, my dreams came true. I mm. wanted to see some road rage, right? Oh, yes. And <laughs> we're walking out, and this guy, he was in a, a mail truck, mm. mail van looking thing, UPS van or whatever yeah. it is. Okay. And he comes flying around the corner, and there's this woman crossing. And he seriously nearly hits her. And he slams his brakes on stops. And she bangs on the front. And she goes, I'm walking here, you asshole. Yes. yes. I was like, this is amazing. The she, immortal, I'm walking here. She banged on the front. She went, I'm walking here, you asshole. Oh. And Nick was like, that's so rude. I'm like, that's so great. I was so happy. That's so fantastic. Oh, Dustin Hoffman set the stand. Like, yes. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. She said, I'm walking here, you asshole. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God, I'm so happy I'm in New York. story of that with Dustin Hoffman in Midnight Cowboy. He yeah. nearly screamed out, I'm acting here. And, oh, really? And changed, like, at the last second, it was like, I'm walking. Or it might have even overdubbed it. I think, I think so that you can't back see his face properly. Yeah, well, you, you do see his mouth yeah. move, but you could see yeah. yeah. It's such a New York thing. But literally, we were out of Penn Station for about five minutes and that happened. Yeah. Oh, made me so happy. Nice. <laughs> did you get to ask a cop for directions at any point? Yes. Or just speak? Yeah. Yes, we did. How great are New York police? Yeah, they're so friendly. Yeah. And there's so many of them. There's like 10,000 in yeah. New York. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, sorry. Take that back. 30,000 in New 30? York. 30? Yes. Christ. Yes, not even joking. It's insane. Anyway. So uh, Homer calls the yeah. number. They tell the the residents tell Homer to call the number on the boot. On the boot, yeah. And he pleads innocent. Yeah, it's been rejected. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can't remember the, the cop's name, but he's been told he has to wait there for nine to five for the cop mm. to arrive. Nine to five. That's how many hours? Where's Lisa when you need her? <laughs> Cuts to Lisa. And I love Lisa else. outsmarting the bum. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, here's a better idea. You <laughs> give me <laughs> your address, idea. and I'll write to you. Yeah. <laughs> The family obviously all in the subway. Marge is taken away by the was it laser wax like laser what removal or something? Mm, something along laser something removal. Wow, the future is here. Then it cuts to Bart. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to disturb your pleasant ride, but unlike yourselves, I was born without taste buds. Let me demonstrate. <laughs> I'm in over my head here. Thank you for your time. I did like too the the, the crazy guy. Uh, uh, name is Jesus, care of the Pentagon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously uh, Homer gets a shot of well the pizza, um, famous Ray's pizza, and then there's the the tag not affiliated with Ray's, yes. which is good. For, that that's one of those references that you wouldn't understand Unless if you been there, if you either hadn't been there or at least looked up going there because there's Ray's pizza. And then there's like eight Ray's pizzas, but only one of them is actually Ray's pizza. Only one of them is the original Ray's. Yeah. I did like, though, that Homer is getting money thrown at him because I think he's homeless. Mm. And then one woman walks <laughs> past, calls her a cheapskate. Yeah. <laughs> the irony. No, I'm fine. <laughs> cheapskate. <laughs> so he tries to reach the pizza place with a stick. Yeah. Great visual. Yeah. You think he's almost there. Almost there. Bird's eye, nowhere near. Yeah. And then the sound effect again of the shoulder coming out. Ugh, yeah. Every time gets me. And then we get the classic Klav Kalash. Do you have any pizza? No pizza. Only Klav Kalash. 
No ball. Stick. No ball. Stick. 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 <laughs> get your club, Kalosh. Hey, uh, could you go across the street and get me a slice of pizza? No pizza. Only a club, Kalosh. Oh, shoo. All right, all right. Give me one bowl. No ball. Stick. Stick. Oh, jeez. Oh, That's just awful. Mm. I did like, though, that he says, what is this? And then he, he finishes. Mm. <laughs> he really starts like, like 15 boxes of it. Now, what if you got to wash that awful taste down my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> then, obviously, he's drunk so much that he needs to go to the toilet. Mm-hmm. And the guy's very helpful. Yeah. Uh, no men's room. Men's room in tower. Observation yeah. deck. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great use of sound effects here, too, by the way, of um, when he goes up to the first tower mm. and realizes that it's full. Full. So, uh, sorry, the, the toilet's out of order. Out of order, yeah. So he has to race down the elevator, ding, mm. and he races across, back up. The, the acting from Dan of just pure satisfaction. You know the moment yeah. when you've been holding onto a piss uh, for like two hours? Oh. Oh. It just keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps going and going and going. Um, I never got the gag though, and this is probably a reference to something, but when she says, I hope someone stabs him in the eye. Well, again, just New York. Is that, is that all it's meant That's to be? It is, okay, yeah. it just it just seems that, very that even, over the top. That even the high, you know, even the well-to-do types just yeah. come out with anger yeah. instantly. It's just very stabbed in the eye. That's a big deal. We glossed over the male. Is go, first going to have a whiz at the male? Oh, don't about don't that. even think about it, buddy. <laughs> the fact that he calls him buddy. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Obviously, when he's taking the leak, do I say leak overseas? Whiz when he's whizzing. I don't, we can say pissing. <laughs> We're taking a piss. In the Tower 2, he looks down, he obviously sees the cop arrives mm. and he's missed his chance, screams out dope. Dope. So it's, what's, Resonates out through the city. What's the other episode where that happens? Where he yells out, oh, it's where he says fuck. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ned Flanders <laughs> just sticking his head out. The, <laughs> just with his eye. <laughs> <laughs> Come back from commercial and Homer has got the new fine for failure to wait by car. I think it's $250. Mm-hmm. The sun starts going down. Oh no. It's getting dark. Well, that's it. I'm getting out of this town alive if it kills me. Then drives off with the boot still in his car. Now, there's some videos on YouTube of people doing this. Oh, really? Yes, driving off with the boot still attached to How the car. How did that work for him? Not well. Okay. Very similar to yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. I, we get a repetitive gag here of the his head kept hitting the top of the car. Mm. One of those gags that... Just dragged on a little bit. Yeah, it... it it goes from being funny to not funny to funny again, but mm. not as much as others. Yeah. It sort of gets a bit annoying after a while. You so sort of think, Ugh. Clearly what they were trying for, though. That's what they were trying to do. Yep, yep. Marge and Lisa are then checking out shoes. Now, it's not very often you see Lisa be a girly girl like this. Even She even says oh, the line of, hang on. I know they're made of animals. Hang on a second. What? We missed the fireworks. No, no, that comes up straight after this. Are you sure? Yes, because Bart walks off as they're looking. Oh. Then- I wrote uh, I wrote it down before he actually gets to the toilet. Because there's a bit where he, he's trying oh, to... Oh, we do too, because yeah. I go through Chinatown. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. From Little... Are we in Little Italy but or we Chinatown? Forgot, we forgot Flushing Meadows and everything. Yeah, I was, I was going to say the Flushing Meadows yeah, game yeah. as well, where Homer's <laughs> trying not to, to have a piss. Well, we'll go back to that now, yeah. So they're going through Chinatown. That will, It's sort of like, are we in Italy town? Are we in Little Italy? No, I think we're in Chinatown now. Only mm. in New York. Yeah. <laughs> they're dead rabbits. <gasps> Mom, are those rabbits dead? No, no, Lisa, they're just sleeping upside down and inside out. But with the fireworks, he yells at Chinese fire drill. Serious this time. Yeah. What's that a reference to? I don't know. Other than... Um, it's it's obviously a reference to something. Serious this time. So it's like, so there must have been a, a 
boy who cried wolf kind of thing like all they threatened to set off possibly something the Chinese I'm not too sure let yeah. us know mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au obviously something that happened in the 90s I'm assuming so now we get back to where we thought we should be up to um, Homer drives off with the boot on the car was it China where there was or was it China that there was that massive fucking explosion a couple of years ago the huge one. Yeah. Oh, man, that was incredible. Mm. Oh. That was like some J.J. Abrams shit, but in yeah. real life. Oh, it was just insane. Um, as we said, Lisa and Marge are distracted by the shoes. And Lisa says, I know they're made by animals, but wow. You know, <laughs> she's like, it's not normal that you see Lisa do this. Mm. And Marge's line here is perfect for Marge. If only I didn't already have a pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> she can't buy herself a new one. She's already got a pair. But then sneaks off and goes to visit Mad Magazine. I loved to see Oh, yeah, that was so funny. Get me Kaputnik and phone bone. I want to see the drawings for the new kids and the blick. And where's my Verschluggener and pastrami sandwiches? Wow. I will never wash these eyes again. Kaputnik walks behind him. Oh, does he? Yes. Oh, nice. You actually see him walking past, yeah. You know that store? There's a store up in um, Southern Cross train station in Melbourne that in the DFO side of the shopping centre, there's a like a vinyl, deep, cheap DVDs, CD store. Okay. Have you ever been in that joint? No, I've been DFO for a long time. Okay. Well, there's a place in there and they had like Mad Magazine from the 70s. Wow. Like the Kramer versus Kramer. The mad, a mad look at Kramer versus yeah. Kramer. Awesome. I was giddy with the excitement <laughs> at these things. They're like a couple bucks each that you can buy them for. Really? Had, yeah. They had a bunch there. 70s ones? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Really, I really have great. have to go there. Like Mad for me needs to be black and white. They made the change to colour print a while ago and it's it doesn't work. Yeah, no. I Even in like the late 90s, it was black and white. Yeah, I like it black and white and paper, not gloss. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be paper, yeah. like a newspaper. I did also, that he says the, um, where's my first Laguna or pastrami sandwiches or whatever it is. Mm. Now, apparently the word first Laguna is a word they use as an expletive in Mad Magazine. Oh, okay. So it's, you don't know what it actually means, but yep. that's, he wants that in his sandwich. Yeah. And also, New Kids, new on, kids the on the Black. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was actually an episode title of The Simpsons from season 14 when NSYNC were in it. Oh, really? The Evanette Niage episode. Yeah, right. And they had the boy band. Yeah. That's what that episode's called. I just love that when he opens the, the door and he says the first line, he goes, Get me Kaputnik and Phone Bone. I want their drawings of New Kids on the Black. And Bart's like, I'm never washing these eyes. I'm never washing these eyes again. Homer's then causing traffic jams because he's driving so slow because of the boot. And the truck he drives past, yeah, kind of gets run or whatever. He gets yeah cussed out by the cabbie first, and then by a cyclist who's being dragged along the road by the cabbie. <laughs> but by the truck or cabbie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just New York. Mm. Uh, and then they're playing a annoying song on the radio, so he kicks his radio in. Basically, his car's just getting absolutely destroyed. Destroyed. Um, the family are then watching "Kicking It," yeah, which is to me one of the most underrated songs in The Simpsons. Musical tribute to the Betty Ford Clinic. Yes. And I read that the... Who do you think that they were trying to design the character off? Oh, I was looking at this. I, and I thought it was Charlie Sheen, but it, Charlie Sheen wasn't a wreck as much back then as he is now. Well, I think he was, but not, not as publicly. Extent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, like, Charlie has spoken about that in the past. So he talked about, like, when he was doing Wall Street and Platoon, which was late 80s, that he was a fucking mess, but no but one knew about it because yeah. he was still professional and still... Working in between. I was thinking Harry Connick Jr. or Robert Downey Jr. It's Robert Downey. Yeah. It is Robert Downey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were the two that I was thinking. Robert in particular at that point is, in time. Did Harry Connick Jr. Go, become a wreck? I don't know. I just assumed. <laughs> but he was it like, was more but, that I thought it looked a bit like He was him. like Will and Grace at that point. Yeah. Because that's the fucking high, <laughs> high, high watermark for society. 
<laughs> but, but, but Robert Downey acting. Jr. was the first name that I wrote down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever heard that story of Robert Downey Jr.? Was it Robin Williams where he... Oh, hang on, no. It's t- it's, sorry, it's Robin. there was a night that Robin was involved, but Harry Con- Robert Downey Jr. passed out just in some stranger's house. There's like dispatch, 911 dispatch call of someone like, yeah, um, Robert Downey Jr. has come into my daughter's room and fallen asleep. <laughs> I have to hear that call. It's fucking great. I'm sure. I'm sure that would be online. He's uh, pissing on my couch. <laughs> He's eaten all of the mashies. It's a it's a great song though, isn't it? Checking in. Checking in. Yeah. I'm checking in. He's checking in. I'm checking in. No more pills or alcohol. No more pot or Demerol. No more stinking fun at all. Checking in. Where he says, hey, that's just my aspirin. Mm. Apparently, they spent ages trying to work out a better line than that. Okay. And they just couldn't. couldn't. It was just, they, they, they've they always looked back on that line as weak. Not very mm. funny. They could have made it funnier. The joke that could have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we get Bart obviously saying he wants to go to the Betty Ford Center. Yeah. And I just, well, you're going to have to save up. It's very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I did also like too, did you see that they had a woman behind Marge not being able to see, trying to look around, oh, around, her, around hair, her hair. No, and eventually, eventually she gives up and just sits back and crosses her arms. That's a good moment. Yeah. It's, yeah, just, nice. it's just in the background. Didn't need to be there. Yeah. You know? Homer then thinks to use the jackhammer. She's mm-hmm. a jackhammer. So he plays a trick on the guy, says that his boss is going to fire him. I'll get him. Yes. <laughs> I love that. friends. Just instant. Yeah. He then has the inner monologue. With the brain. Just don't hit me mm. on the way out of the car. Straight into the car. Yeah. Sorry. Then removes the boot with the hammer. But after it destroys his car. With destroys the, first, the car entirely. Speed holes in it everywhere. And he kind of thinks that everyone's not angry at him. Mm. Like, thanks for your patience. Yeah. <laughs> Gunshot. Bang. So he speeds off. I've got here as well. I even like the fact that just to further damage his car, he left the boot on the road and then drove over it. Yeah. He didn't move it aside. He had to yep. drive over it. Take his bumper off. Then the family are having a horse ride. What do you call them? Just like a carriage ride? Horse and carriage? Horse and carriage? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Through Central Park. We didn't get to do one. I of like to call them a Cinderella car. Yes. Mm. Okay, a pumpkin. What Did, mm. did you um, do this? I no, didn't do I it. didn't do any cutesy bullshit like that. No, no. Well, how long were you? I was too busy getting fucking wasted in Times Square to be doing yeah, yeah. anything fancy. Times Square is great. Um, actually, no, I say that. I didn't actually get drunk anywhere near Times Square, but I did find an Aussie bar and we powered away drinks. Wasn't it Hawthorne game? that? Yeah, Haw- Geelong played and Hawthorne played played so oh, we went to the Aussie bar watched back to back AFL we we taught a lot of Americans about AFL and in exchange they bought us drinks when we did our tour of Madison Square Garden the host found out that we're Australians he goes oh do you follow Aussie rules and I'm mm. like, of course we do and he says oh he follows he full on follows AFL but he breaks for the Giants how? he goes because they when I when he first started following the sport they had just started and he goes they were always losing I felt sorry for him they were the underdog so I started barracking for him he goes, so he's obviously a Mets fan as well then <laughs> but he goes and a Knicks fan and a New York Islanders <laughs> but he's like and um because but now they're going to be good so he's like it's awesome and he, go, he goes you know but we had so many years of shit I'm like dude you've waited like three years so many years I'm like dude you have no idea you've waited <laughs> like three years come on man anyway all the overseas listeners who don't follow AFL have no idea what we're talking about but he was a really nice guy he, I can't remember what his name was but yeah the tour at Madison Square Garden did you do mm. that as well no I did I just that went to a game fucking awesome we got to see the rooms of the um the Knicks and the Rangers as well. Yeah, cool. And it's just, yeah, it's really cool. One of those, it's one of those arenas where you just like so much has happened here. Yeah. And the the aisleways where you walk around, sort of like the inner part where the food stands and everything is, they've got a moment from every day of the year. So it's September 2nd. Oh, okay. The, the best moment that happened on that day in history. In history, yeah. Yeah, and it's all hard. It's That's fucking, really clever. It's fucking great. It's really, really cool. And they've got a big, they've got big interactive um 
boards where you can touch it and it tells you all the, the classic moments and watch videos and everything. It's really cool. Yeah, okay. On this on this spot, Richard Nixon bowled back-to-back 300 games. <laughs> Alrighty, so, as we said, they're riding through Central Park on the horse and carriage. Homer drives crazy. For the family, thing. it's an end to a magical day. Yes, For it Homer, is. it's just hell on wheels. Yes, it's exactly what he expected it to be. Mm. And he drives up. It's a Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur yeah. parody, yeah. yeah. What's what's the, the horse's name? Secretarius or something? Oh, Go yeah, Secretarius yeah, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Homer's. <laughs> throw I the kids in. Ben Hur. I'm like, I don't know if they named him because no. I don't think they lived long enough to bother with them. Throw the throw the kids in. No time for the baby. <laughs> 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 they all get in. Well, they're like, we're not getting in, Homer. He pretty much just stops the horse, drives in front of it. Everyone gets in. They realize they've got the driver of the horse and carriage in there as well. What, yep. what what's what are they called? Um, Cabby, I think. Cabby. If I was to go back to Sherlock Holmes times, so actually, you asked me before, what are they called? Back in. Back in Holmesian times, in the Arthur Conan Doyle novels, uh, those are referred to as a hansom. Okay. And, yeah, they, but they would be called a cab driver. Fair enough. Because they're sitting on top of the cab. Yes. In cabin. Cab, cab, cabin. And Aussies just like to whack wise. Isn't etymology a wonderful thing to study? <laughs> <laughs> they all get in, they kick him out. And do you think that anyone has, after this episode, aired... Popeye, Popeye Ian. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> do you think anyone went to New York after this and asked for Jimmy? Um, Maybe for like two hours. People move on pretty quickly yes, in New York. They do, yeah, they really do. Uh, asking for Jimmy is so passe. It's so last week. Home, uh, they drive, then driving off, and the car's just destroyed. There's garbage smashing all over Homer's yep. face. He's just not yeah. happy. <laughs> Bio has it. Lisa then asks if they'll come back. We'll see, honey. We'll see. And they've never gone back. End episode. Yes, and as we said, a great pan out, which was apparently very difficult to do, but perfect song to end the episode. And yep. yeah, it was an episode that I. Thoroughly enjoyed a lot more after being in New York. I really appreciate I pr- appreciate the time and effort they put into making it feel like New York. Yep. What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Um, nine bucks will get you from wherever the fuck Springfield is to New York. That is true. I learned the key to enjoying your time in New York is to not focus on the pimps and the chuds. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, maybe the pimps. Let's I'd, not write them off. Yeah, I didn't say a pimp, unfortunately. I, I, You know, you could call them pimps, you could call them gateways to happiness. It's really up to you. I don't think I've ever seen a pimp in the flesh, have you? Not in the flesh, no. I just keep thinking, I'm envisioning, envisioning Kramer in his pimp jacket. <laughs> that is so great. <laughs> the hat rolling <laughs> down the and just stabs it with his fucking pimp cane. Yeah. <laughs> so great. Um, yeah, so but there's no mailbag this week because it's the this is a premium, it's obviously. Premium. So thank you once again for donating the money to get access to this podcast. Now, mm-hmm. Mitch, is there anything else you want to tell the people about New York? It's a very New York-based episode. Well, I mentioned New York movies. Yes, so of course. I knew there was something. Yes. If you want I'm a, very intrigued. Sl- a slice of New York. Tell us why. Is this, is this like your top five New York movies or just five in general? Uh, I've actually got seven, I think. Seven One, in two, top three, seven. four, five, six. Six. In no particular order? In no particular order. First one I'm going to give you is a documentary. It is one of the... Yeah, no, it is one of the best documentaries that's ever been made. Man on Wire. Man on Wire tells a story about... um, Is this this the doco or the new movie with Justin Gordon-Levitt? No, that's called... The Wire. The Wire. Yeah. The Wire? The Walk. The Walk. That's called The Walk. Sorry, apologize. But Man on Wire... Is it about the same thing? Yes, it is. So the the Walk is a fictionalized retelling of that event, whereas Man on Wire is just very much a documentary. It uses old footage that they'd fit, like, taken when they were doing it, but it's about um, about the French guy tightrope walking between buildings one and two. Um, incredible. It, it is incredible. It's, I would that someone say... someone actually did this. Yeah, like, while the walk... Uh, um, I've heard Levitt's performance is 
fantastic in that and I've heard like the 3D and all that sort of stuff and the the sweeping visuals is going to give you more of a feeling of actually being out there. I was really excited to see it but I heard that the movie isn't great. I've heard it I've heard that I've Levitt heard was I heard that it was good. really good yeah. but I've heard it just isn't amazing. Okay. The documentary has that unbeatable quality of being real in that it's like that difference of you watch you watch a war movie and you watch people get killed and get blown up and you like means nothing to you. You gloss over that and then you see a photo of an actual dead person and like they're fucking dead and that sucks everything out of you. In the opposite that way, that's like you watch this guy actually tightrope walking out there. He also does it across Sydney Harbour Bridge and like he, there was a few build up stunts before he got there. And it, it's just so pants shittingly terrifying, but he's out there calmly doing it. Um but it it, it it's not entirely New York centric, but it obviously, you know, one of the biggest landmarks of all time is where it all culminates. Movie the si- uh, movie the fifth, Sully, more recent one. Movie the fifth. Movie the fifth. What? This is the sixth Wait, one. Second. Movie the second. <laughs> <laughs> I was going sixth, fifth. I was counting the wrong way. The second one you're mentioning. I'm not actually. Yeah, I was going to say I'm not actually doing it in order. I forgot about that. Sully, the more recent one. Um, I watched it recently. It's amazing. How great is it? Oh. Without giving away the opening scene. How much does it just fucking grab you? Because you sit down, like the biggest element of any true story is you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Fuck, does he pull the rug out from under you with that? Yeah. Well, when, when it was going through the city, I'm thinking, did he? F- I said to Nicola, how the fuck did he land in the river going through the city? Yeah. I'm thinking, what? Oh, I don't want to give it too much away, but you know what but, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a great fucking opening to yes. the movie. And obviously, we know how it ends, but we won't say what happens, but you know how it ends. Yeah. Is that how it really went down, or was it glorified for the movie? Which aspect of it? The comeuppance part at the end. That's glorified. The, yes. He, I don't think he was actually made the like a a version of a witch hunt or anything like that. I'm I'm pretty sure people were actually on his side. But but the way it sort of where the question was asked at the end. Yeah. No. There's no way in hell that that was hell. Because it was too perfect. It was too movie. Yeah. 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 But it has to be. Twisted a little bit to Even make it more... Even though you knew it was twisted, though, how great was it? Yeah. You're just like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Surely <laughs> there's no way that they actually made that mistake. Nah, surely like, It was the most obvious fucking thing in the world. I'm sitting there in the cinema knowing nothing about aviation going, but but, but what about this? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to give too much away, but Sully, go out and check it out. It's, it's great. And I love Aaron Eckhart's moustache. Yes. He's so good at it. He there's is. Like, he, there's a couple moments where he just gets this little grin. I think one of them is where like the hotel girl just gives him a hug. Yeah. And Eckhart just has his little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, so, Sully, really good. Um, it's a really good movie about New York spirit. Like, the way, particularly when the when the plane lands on the Hudson and everyone instantly is just fucking into action. And that's the very what happened. guys, the Port Authority, like, they all... There's no hesitation. It's just shit that... Like, as much as we joke and the Simpsons joke about New York and... And being rude to each other, the second someone's down on the street in New York, they're like, "Holy fuck, I gotta go help that guy!" And yeah. they just all rush to the aid of these people. It's a miracle that no, no one died. Like miracle on the Hudson. You is can give that away. Most... No, we know no one died. Yeah, like no, I was. It was more that I was saying it. Going, hang on, I'm I'm kind of stealing what it's already been called. But miracle on the Hudson is the best description that you could come up with yep, for yep. what happened there. Home Alone Two is where I'm going to come at you next for my third movie. I'm so glad you included that. I'm it was always very going angry to be in there. Didn't. Yeah, Home Alone Two for reasons that everyone should well know. Um, I went to the plaza. Yeah, but where he stayed, what's it called? I can't remember. But I was just like, that's where he saw Trump. Yeah, and after directions. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's just so goddamn great. Oh, it's, amazing. Yeah. You can tell, like, movies it, that... It's because it was filmed in New York. Yeah, I was going to say, it's movies right, filmed in location. Yeah, Central Park is right there. That's where yep. the Pigeon Lady was. That's It's all there, yep. you know? The fourth movie that I've written down is the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, how great is it? I've got yep. the card set right here on the wall. Yeah. Can't it's beat it. Casey perfect. Jones. And, uh, like, half of the movie takes place in the woods for whatever reason, but all of the is stuff... It? That, no, that's not that one, no, is it? When they, when they retire off to the house after Splinter's been kidnapped. Ah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, again, location feels real. The crime feels real. It feels, it's like an 80s New York, so it's that crimey, grimy New York. The Foot Clan are ba- badass in that movie, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, just delivery trucks being hijacked and stolen in a matter of seconds. All yeah. that sort of stuff. Like, it, it, it puts you on the streets of New York and, and fucking turtles. And you can't beat animatronics there like yeah. the turtles are dudes in suits you know they're dudes in suits but it just makes it more real yeah you know we come now to my i don't i said I, that i wasn't doing this in order but these are probably number one and two when it comes to the best we've well, done three so far i've done four four so far sorry you had seven so you got three left no i got six i had okay. six woody allen manhattan i haven't seen it heard it's great though fan Fucking amazing. Uh, black and white art house it? film. So I hate art house. I'm just like, oh. No, not art house in that sort of sense. But I mean, like, it's it's filmed in an artful way is all I'm getting at there. But it's just a love letter to New York. I mean, Woody Allen, who's one of their most famous residents, basically just spends an hour and a half making you fall in love with the city. Um, I think the it, it's about a writer. The opening line is the writer having a go at himself with the words that he chooses. Where he's like, um, he adored New York. He idolized it all out of proportion. No. Uh, he he loved New York. Oh, like he sort of goes through a different adjectives for it, but that that opening line is what the movie is. It okay. sums up what the whole thing's about. The number one. Let me try and guess. Is it a movie I would know? Well, maybe, maybe not. What decade? I'm gonna say early nineties. Ooh, S- type of movie. Let me give you a year. Okay. Oh, genre. Genre twisting, but action drama, if I had to kind of summarize it. Hmm. 1994. 94. Starring a very famous actress now. The Mask. No. <laughs> 12 years old at the time. 12 years old at the time, and she's famous now. Like, how famous are we talking? Fucking famous. Has a movie in Oscar contention this year. Tells me, what is it? It's Natalie Portman that I'm talking about. The movie is Leon. I have no idea that movie. In is. certain countries, Leon the Professional. Okay, never heard of it. Okay, it's got Gary Oldman. It, um, firstly, why this movie is so fucking New York, again, filmed on location, but in a way that so many tracking shots, so many sweeping camera shots through the streets. It's one of those things that after you've been in New York, you watch that and go, shit, I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I, I, like you, you relive your experience of New York through the movie by watching it. The, the plot to the movie is that her parents are killed by a corrupt DEA agent. Her parents are drug dealers yeah. killed by this corrupt agent. She survives witnesses. They don't know that she's in the room she then kind of hide. There's um Leon, uh, played by Jean Remo, is, is Remo. I think that's his last name. Um, is a kind of hitman. He's an assassin that lives in the building, takes her in, and hides her in his apartment. Trains her. Basically, yeah. Trains like, her. To like be um, out. chick from Kickass. What's her name? Hit girl. Hit girl. Yeah. yeah. Trains her for 
bloody revenge against the DEA agent. It's got um, some really, really famous lines, but the Gary Oldman one, you might have seen this on YouTube where they finally track this guy down and he's, you know, he's laid waste to so many people throughout the journey of the movie. So when they find him, Oldman's gone, get everybody, sir. <laughs> everybody! No, I haven't seen that. No, <laughs> fucking envision him saying it. He's so over the top in it. I love how over the top he is in The Fifth Element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, this is directed by Luke Besson. Okay. Yeah. So it's a serious movie, obviously. Yes, it is. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, yeah. I'll check it out. Leon. So that, yeah, Leon. Um, as in Australia, it's known as Leon the Professional. I think uh, in a lot of places, it's just Leon. I've honestly never heard of it, not once. It's fucking fantastic. Awesome. I'll have to check it out. Well, there you go, people. There's some seven New York based movies that you need to check out. They're my New York movies. Go fucking get them in here. Go check them out. Thanks again for paying the $2 to get access to this podcast. We're going to be bringing you a new top 10. Well, this isn't, this isn't a top 10, This isn't, isn't a top 10. Top but we're going to be doing top 10s. So we're going to be doing premium reviews. We're going to be doing movie reviews. Everything. Dando's going to be doing some Let's Plays. I'm going to be on the other side of Australia for a week, so he'll be doing those on his own. Just for the first week, and then Mitch will join me when he feels like it, whenever he gets the time. Busy, busy. Well, see, I'm unemployed, so I've got the time. Yeah. Mitch has to work. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't uh, been able to casually play video games, let alone play them for work. Yes. Uh, so, thanks again. Guys, Mitch, any final words for the listeners? Now, fuck those guys. Let's go get a hot dog. Shh.